my thanks for joining me in Jesus and Books. I'm Jason Comley. This is the second episode. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Jesus, A New Understanding of God's Son, a book by Joseph F. Gerzon. I'm going to enjoy discussing this. Uh, first, a little bit of housekeeping. For those people who have listened to the first episode, or will listen to the first episode, thank you. There's a lot of things that I didn't really explain properly when I listened to it again. I kind of thought, you know, why why didn't I say, say it like that or explain that further? I, I don't know why. The only thing is that I'm not really going to be fixated on performance and production and post-production with this podcast. I'm really going to try and keep it authentic and raw. There will be lots of mistakes. Basically, it's going to be one take, and that hopefully will be uh, good enough. But what I am going to do is, you know, since Jesus and Books podcast is hosted on SoundCloud, what I'm going to be doing is annotating certain parts where I think needs further explanation. So adding uh, comments. So if you're baffled by something I said or whatever, which is highly likely, you might want to check out the SoundCloud account, Jesus and Books SoundCloud account, and see if maybe I clarified something there. So I think that's it. Let's get on with the uh, book, Jesus, A New Understanding of God's Son by Joseph F. Gerzon. One thing about Gerzon, what he did with this gospel narrative, Jesus narrative, is that he blended in uh, fiction. So what he did was he used plausible explanations to make the experience more immersive. So he would speculate on certain things. And it was all very much in harmony with the gospel and with how it would have been during that time and place. But he does fill in and smooth over some of the gaps that uh, in the scriptures so that the reader can really sort of get immersed and feel that they're actually there. And I really found that this book was very engaging and immersive. There was three certain parts, certain events, that I thought Grison really brought new light to Jesus' life. And one thing about this podcast, it is a book review, but... More importantly, this is to explore and further investigate um, the life of Jesus and to get to know him better, to really um, uncover his personality traits and how he thought, how he acted, and so that we can 
emulate him, be more like him. He obviously is the son of God, perfect, lived a perfect life. There was no better teacher. And so I've decided that if someone is going to take the time to research and write a book on Jesus, I'll take the time to read it. And if there are any insights that help me feel closer to the Savior, I'm going to share that uh, with you. And hopefully it'll uh, do the same for you. So there was three parts that I found really moving or really illuminating. First was the wedding party. So this is where Jesus had his first miracle where he changed the murky water to wine. And uh, as we know, he's at a wedding party. And again, you know, he's, he doesn't speculate uh, as to, you know, this, he doesn't go off track and uh, speculate that it could have been Jesus's wedding or anything like that. There's no way to prove that it wasn't Jesus's wedding, but we're not going to go there. He just, um, he just says that you know it's probably for a friend, uh, and of course you know he explains that these weddings were planned pretty much from the birth of the child. They started preparing for these weddings. These weddings involved the the whole village, and they would go on for a week, like eight days. And there'd be a, a lot of wine consumption, so. Year after year, they would sort of prepare and stock up wine for this great day, for this wedding party. And so it would be very embarrassing to run out of wine after day three. So here's this wedding party. It's It's been going on for a few days, and maybe people have been drinking a little more than they should have, and they run out of wine. And so Jesus performs this miracle. And it was, it was very interesting how Grizone discusses, you know, he paints a picture of, you know, here, uh, you know, day and night, essentially, you have people partying, you're going to have drunkenness and a lot of merriment. And yet Jesus still performed this miracle and made a lot more wine. I think he mentions, uh, six stone water jars capable of holding 25 to 30 gallons, total between 150 and 180 gallons of wine. So this was water that was used for ceremonial washings. He converted this to wine, some of the best tasting wine that people had ever tasted. And so he's he's portraying Jesus as... as someone who likes to have fun, someone who wants to see other people have fun, and not so concerned about piety or or optics. He explains also about uh, Jesus attending a retirement party for a tax collector. And here he is, this great rabbi, partying with these tax collectors. And of course, these tax collectors are universally hated by by the farmers and by the people you know they often um 
accused of extortion and taking away people's livelihoods and leaving people with nothing. And and here Jesus was parting with these you know despicable people. That just uh, that just really stuck out to me uh, how he wasn't concerned about that. He was Jesus was for everyone. So I, I thought. And he actually gives uh, one more example, too, and that's when he speaks to the Samaritan woman at the well. So this is, uh, you know, midday, in the midday heat. And uh, he, he approaches this woman and, you know, using the metaphor of living water, he basically declares his messiahship to her. You know, Grisone says, you know, this is the first time that he was so clear about his messiahship. And here he is declaring this to a woman who, you know, as he's, Jesus says, uh, go and get your husband so I can talk to him. And she says, well, I, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, yes, you're right. You've been married five times. And the man that you're living with right now is not even your husband. And she said, that, yes, that's correct. And she was amazed. And it just really struck me how, you know, this is a woman who was at the well during noonday. Probably, Grisoni explains that you would go and get your water in the early morning hours when it was still cool. Not uh, you wouldn't go and do that kind of labor uh, midday in the extreme heat. Uh, she was doing that in the extreme heat because she was ostracized and and she wanted to avoid the the mocking um, and mean words of of other people. So here's a woman that's been married five times and. The man that she shacked up with isn't even her husband. You know, we live in a day and age where divorces are so common, and yet, even nowadays, you know, five divorces is is extremely high, extremely rare. And so Jesus would talk to her, share that message with her. Such an important message. It just shows you how accepting he is. Of course, it would be inappropriate for a man to talk to a woman, you know, and Jew to talk to a Samaritan. So again, the optics of that wouldn't be, might work against him. But Jesus includes everyone. And so I really found that wonderful. Again, there's a lot more in this book. I think the book is uh, highly enjoyable, well worth picking up. It's, I rated it five stars. I think it's a masterpiece, in fact. He doesn't use much in terms of you know, research. He's just following the Gospels, essentially. And he really paints a beautiful and very moving picture of Jesus' ministry. So... That is my review and insights on this. I hope that uh, you learned something too. I, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be discussing Jesus and the Gospels 
from the great courses. That's uh, really good. And a number of other books that I've already read. Actually, if you go to Goodreads and you uh, search up my name, Jason Comley, J-A-S-O-N-C-O-M-E-L-Y, one of my lists is called Jesus in Books, and you can see the books that I've read, and you can also see the books that I'm currently reading. Of course, there's also uh, Jesus in Books book club or book group on Goodreads. I'm also on Twitter, forward slash Jesus in Books. And if you type in JesusinBooks.com, it'll take you to the Medium page, so where I'm also posting uh, the podcasts, and I'll also probably be posting other notes and comments. Of course, you can leave comments as well. So thanks for listening to Jesus in Books, and I look forward to talking to you again. Thank you. God bless. Thank you.